Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of Better by 50. Um, this show is going to be a little bit different than the first one. I, I rambled a little bit in episode one. Uh, today is going to be more of a storytelling or, or the details of a timeline that led to me um, going on a journey to finish a half marathon after previously failing um, a 10K, which is, you know, half of what I set out to do and the reasoning uh, behind what I set out to do in, in completing in the half marathon or 13.1 miles for those of you who who are unaware of the distances. Um, but before we get into that, I'm going to tell you a little bit about um, the passion and the reason why I do these races um, at through Run Disney at, down at Walt Disney World uh, Resort in Florida. Uh, my wife, since a little child, has had a passion with Disney, um, Walt Disney uh, world resort. Um, she was went as a youngster. She went as an adult. She now works in the travel agent field where she sells, you know, she helps people plan their dream Disney vacations, whether it be a dream cruise or a dream stay at one of the resorts at Walt Disney world. <clears throat> when I met my wife. Um, I learned of this passion and it's now become a passion of mine. And, and I enjoy going to Walt Disney World. I enjoy signing up for these run Disney events. And um, I have her to thank for that. So this story combines her passion and our, our passion together now um, of going down and enjoying uh, time together at the happiest place on earth while running which a lot of people think are we're crazy for doing, but um, this is more my story and and how I got to the point where I was going to compete in and run a half marathon. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to just take a step back and go back to November fourth of two thousand seventeen. My wife and I were down at Disney Food and Wine, which is something that we do do every year. Uh, almost every year we have missed a couple years here and there due to our wedding and and other vacations that we had planned so it wasn't feasible for us to go to Walt Disney World um, or food and wine I should say more specifically but on November 4th 2017 we were down at food and wine and I had registered to run the 10k um, she had done the same and we both started the race same corral gung-ho ready to go and complete complete this race um you know my wife finished um i started out i was feeling good um i had had some knee issues leading up to it in the training runs that we did um through our local run organization here in our local area uh, which we continue to do to this day. Um, right now, it's a little bit tough, obviously, because of the gathering ordinances with COVID-19. Um, but um, so at about mile three, my uh, left knee had started acting up and I was having trouble lifting my foot and bending my knee. Um, so unfortunately, at that point, I had to tap out and I got on a bus. I had to give the woman my number so that they didn't 
you know, it's just the protocol they have in place to make sure that anybody who has signed up for the multiple race challenges aren't cheating to get that extra medal at the end. Um, so I, f- I did not finish. My wife did. Um, but Disney has run Disney, the organization that we do these events through has a, you know, they, you pay so much for these races. They say, well, we're going to give you the medal anyway. So as I get off the bus, they hand you this nice heavy duty medal. Um, I think in 2017, it was supposed to mimic like a luggage tag. Um, so, uh, obviously me having been a competitor in baseball, basketball, and other sports growing up, um, I felt as though I didn't earn this medal that they handed me. So, you know, the, I have the medal, the medals upstairs in a, in a draw next to my bed. Um, so at that point I had resigned myself that I was going to just run 5Ks. I was going to stick to the 3.1 mile races. They were my comfort zone. I could run them, you know, in 45 minutes, not fast, not extremely slow, but, you know, I was able to finish the races and be comfortable with my knees and the rest of my body without being in too much pain. Um, So 2018, my wife and I continued to run races through our local organization she rocked it she she they have this level where if you hit 26.2 miles annually or during the race season you get a jacket she did awesome i was very proud of her um me not so much i didn't run that as many races as she did uh, due to sheer laziness it wasn't that i couldn't get to the race or go to the race i was just lazy and would rather stand at the finish line and root for my wife to finish or just stay at home and not worry about running the race. Um, so that was t- uh, pretty much 2018. Um, come March 2019, uh, we both sat down, which is the registration time for food and wine. Roughly, I think it's March. It might actually be earlier. It might be January or something like that. Um, so we sat down and we decided we were going to register. But this time we were both going to register for strictly the 10K race. We weren't going to run the 5K. We were going to run the Saturday 10K race. And we were going to do it together. Um, actually, no, I apologize. Um, I was going to run the 10K race. Um, and my wife was going to do the half marathon on um, Sunday as well as both of us walking and doing the 5k on, on Friday. So we, um, you know, so we signed up and I committed that I was going to, this was going to be my redemption year, 2019. I was going to go, I was going to rock it. I was going to do my 10k to redeem myself for failing back in 2017. That's truly and wholeheartedly how I felt about uh, signing up for this race. Um, so, you know, I began going to the gym and working on the treadmill, nothing too, you know, extraneous or anything like that, strenuous. I would do a mile here, a mile there while working out with weights. Um, and then, um, you know, I, I made a post on Instagram and 
my wife uh, made a post on, I think it was Facebook or, or something to that effect, and she used the hashtag, and, and that's actually where the birth of uh, Better by 50 came from. It, it was actually my wife who used uh, the words Better by 50, not in a hashtag, not in anything to that effect, just Better by 50, because um, it was a few days before my 46th birthday. Um, so I kind of took that as my mantra. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to live a healthier life and I'm going to be in better shape by the time I turn 50. That gave me roughly four years at that point. Um, so I had in my mind that, um, I was going to utilize the run Disney training program that they have for all their races they have a roughly about an 18 week training program and depending if you're training for the 5k the 10k the half marathon the marathon they have a dopey challenge where you can run all four four races you can run the 5k 10k half marathon marathon um, all in one weekend 48.6 miles Honestly, uh, to me, you have to be crazy if you even consider running that many miles on four days in a row. Um, but there are other, you know, they have the three race challenge where if they run five, ten, um, and then the half marathon, there's a medal for that. Then there's a challenge medal for just running the the ten and the five. I mean, the ten k and the half marathon, which um, my wife had tried and unfortunately she wasn't successful. But this was. Um, her thing, she wanted to run a half marathon and I was going to run the 10K. So in June of 2019, I began my week run, week one training of um, my redemption tour, as I kind of dubbed it in my mind, for the 10K. And this was, again, an 18-week training where on Mondays and or Tuesdays and Thursdays, you would run for 30 minutes and you would just get a run in whatever mileage you could do at whatever pace you could do it you would get that run in and on Saturdays that was the day that it was designated for your long run and every week the increment would go up it would be okay week one you're going to run three miles on Saturday week two you're going to run four and a half and then week three they'd have you do three miles again so they every other week you would be doing like roughly around three miles three and a half and then in the um and then <clears throat> excuse me and then um you would um incrementally go up as the races went on so um as the weeks went on excuse me leading up to week 18 um and there's a whole Jeff Galloway method which is a run walk method where you run for 60 seconds or 30 seconds or 45 or whatever's comfortable for you and then you would walk for 30 seconds 45 90 again whatever increments you had that were comfortable for you they had a program that would make sure that you got to at least the average of 16 minute mile which is the standard for all run disney races for the 5k the 10k the half marathon the marathon you should be maintaining a 16-minute mile or you have the, excuse me, potential to be pulled from the race. Um, again, you get your medal, but you don't, compete the, you don't complete the race. They actually physically remove you from the, they put you on a bus, they bring you back to the finish line, and, and that's it. 
So um, the training for that began the first week in June. I was doing great. I was making sure I would go and I would, I may not go, may not have gone every Tuesday and Thursday and every Saturday, but I made sure to get my weekly, two weekly runs in and my long run in some days I had to be kicked out the door by my wife or I just had to, you know, feel guilty enough that, you know, Hey, I'm supposed to really be running today. Let's go to the gym, jump on the treadmill, knock out my 30 minute run and get it over with. And this was a cycle that I was in for probably the first three weeks, four weeks, and then week five hit. And I was in a, in a rhythm. I, I felt like, all right, I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to build up my stamina. I'm going to work weights and, you know, do all of this to make sure that my muscles breathe my, um, you know, they get the oxygen they need. Uh, my cardio is up so that I can run at a specific pace. Um, and I, I figured for me, it was roughly uh, one minute on one minute off was my pace that I, I was aiming for. So one minute walking, one minute running. Um, that was my pace that I had planned for when it came to the Galloway method for my 10K. Um, so I was entering week five or had just finished up week five and we got some news that um, my wife actually could not run the half marathon due to doctor's orders. I mean, we're not going to get into why specifically, but she was not going to be allowed to run the half marathon. So it was either we let her start the race. She doesn't finish. She gets her medal. And then, you know, she feels that she didn't accomplish what she set out to. Um, or we change things up. I run the half marathon or, and she runs the 10 K. So we decided that that's what we were going to do. Um, and in doing so, um, that basically took my week five that I had worked up to on the 10 K, um, on my redemption training tour, as I was calling it. Um, and now I've reverted all the way back to week one, which the requirements were a little bit more strenuous. It was a 30 to 45 minute run twice a week and then a long run leading all the way up to a final run of roughly about 14 miles. Honestly, I never got to the 14 mile run. I got to the, the longest run I got to was I think 12 and a half miles. Um, and then it was time to leave, you know, it was the Saturday before we were leaving for food and wine and it was a week before the race. So that was my final run. It was now, now we're never, when we hit, uh, the, you know, the ground in Florida, we were going to go to the, um, expo. We were going to get, uh, all of the gear we wanted, our, um, for the 5k that we were both doing on sat on Friday, uh, the 10k that she was going to run on Saturday, and then the half marathon that I was going to run on Sunday. But before we get into that whole portion of it, I, I kind of want to step back in the training. I, again, was hesitant to take on this challenge because I had never dreamt or thought of myself as anyone who could finish 13.1 uh, miles. I mean, if, if you think about that, that is a lot of mileage on a road, pounding on your knees. Um, 
and with the weather, you never know what the weather's going to be like in Florida. It could have been a hundred degrees in November. Um, so, you know, but I made it my mission to finish this race. Not so much for me, uh, but I wanted to finish the race and run the race and finish it for my wife because I know that she had put in the training or she would have put in the training 100% of her ability and she would have run the race and she would have finished. But due to medical reasons, she wasn't able to. So I made it my mission and my mantra as part of the Better by 50 that I was not going to only redeem my 10K by running a half marathon, but I was going to complete a uh, half marathon and not only compete for myself, but compete and complete it for my wife. Um, So this is where everything kind of got a little bit tougher because I really um, wanted to have nothing to do with (laughs) with the training. I didn't want to go and run 30 to 45 minutes twice a week and then do, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, all the way up to 12 and a half miles um, on Saturdays. I just did not want to do the training. But um, I kept in the back of my mind that this wasn't for me, even though I didn't stay to the strict schedule that Run Disney has. Um, I still stuck to my one minute on, one minute off, walking, running to complete the race. That was my goal. That's what I stuck to. Ultimately, I, I didn't even use that. I, I'll, I'll explain a little bit here shortly. But um, So through the training, I continued to do the uh, running events through our local running company um, as part of my training. You know, I would run those on a Sunday, and then I would go finish the miles on a treadmill for my long run week. So if I had nine miles, I would do 3.1 miles um, on the road, and then I would go and do, you know, six miles on a treadmill. And I would do that, I think I did that uh, twice or three times where we had races, and then I had additional mileage that I had to do. Um, so in September... Um, as I trained through the summer in September, our local organization had, I think it was, I want to say like halfway to St. Patrick's Day is the type of race that they call, it's what they call it. And it's, you can either run a 5K and or a 10K. And I chose to run the 10K because it was right around that time in September, I should be running, you know, about nine-ish, 10-ish miles um, in my long run. So I figured, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to knock out 6.2 miles. Then I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to knock out the, you know, whatever the distance was. I forget off the top of my head. So I, I it, on that race, I felt as though, you know, it was comfortable. I felt like the distance was good. I was able to complete the race. So in my mind, I had used that as my so-called redemption race. Um, if we recall uh, earlier in the show, I mentioned on November 4th, back in 2017, I failed to run that 10K on the Run Disney event at Food and Wine. So this race in September of 2019, actually completing a 10K was kind of my redemption for that race. I felt like, okay, now I can kind of accept that medal that I felt I didn't deserve from that original 10K. Um, and now... Where roughly, you know, um, it's it's about 
two months before um, I, I need to um, strap on my sneakers, you know, get my water bottles ready, everything before I'm going to run this half marathon at uh, Disney's Food and Wine in 2019. So I continue my training. It gets struggling. You know, my my heels start bothering me. My shins start bothering me. But I try and train through the pain. And, and that was good. I mean, I, I had all the equipment that I needed. I had the right shoes. I, I knew what my body could take. So um, even though the runs sucked and the distances sucked and the four hours of running or three hours of running on a Saturday was horrible um, to be confined to a treadmill or I didn't do much outdoor running because I'm not a, I don't like running on hills and where, where we reside there's a lot of hills so it's very hard to find like a flat area where you're going to be able to run you know 10 miles uh, whereas in Florida most of the race races that Disney uh, puts together um, are on flat flat roads i mean there's a few hills but nothing too dramatic like on ramps from highways things of that nature so um now we're you know uh, i do my training runs all the way through the end of october and we are now landed we're in florida looking at the weather it's going to be perfect it's going to be you know maybe about 70 degrees on sunday when the race is at its highest point um, cause for those of you, if you've never run a, a run Disney race, run Disney races, you need to be up and at the bus stop at your resort at 3am or you need to be up at least by 3am and out for the bus by four, uh, to be bussed over to the starting line where you can get coffee, get in line to use the bathroom. There's so much that goes into it before you head over to your corral. Uh, where then you're bunched in a corral with thousands of other people. Um, you know, at least um, they, you know, they have a big stage, they celebrate, they do all kinds of stuff. And then the race begins and you go off in your corrals. Um, so, you know, I do what I had trained. I started out um, one mile I would, you know, I would do the one minute on, one minute walk, one minute run, one minute walk. And I did that for roughly the first 5K, the first three miles of the race, roughly. Then it got to the point where I either just felt that I could walk the race or I could alter my pace um, because Disney has these ominous women that they that they place at the end of their races they are called the balloon ladies and if you've never run a run disney race the balloon ladies uh start at the very back of the back of the last corral and they are there to maintain a 16 minute mile pace if the balloon ladies pass you you are in a very distinct area of possibility where they are going to tell you to get on a bus and that your race would be over. Luckily, my wife knows one of the balloon ladies or knows how to get the bib number for one of the balloon ladies and she was able to keep me up to date. You know, the first check at the 5k, she's like, you're 20 minutes ahead. Awesome. 20 minutes. I got 20 minutes on these ladies. The 10k, 
about the halfway point of the race. She's like, you only have 11, mi- 11 minutes on them. So that means they had, you know, I had dropped back. They had picked up. Uh, we got to a point where they actually passed me or w- we got to the 10 mile mark or about the 15, I don't know, the 15 K. Um, and my wife was like, you need to pick it up. They're only a few minutes behind you. Um, at that point I started, um, doing as much running as I could and then walking, running, walking, running, walking. The one thing I did do is I stayed behind this couple. Um, and they still don't know it to this day. They were kind of like my guardian angels as I would, as I called them. I think I told my wife about, um, where they had the challenge bib. So I knew they've done the 10 K they've done the half marathon. These guys are at a perfect pace. So I'm going to stay behind them. And I kept them in my, my line of sight the entire time. And I walked at their pace right behind them in lockstep as if I was in formation when I was back in the military, left, right, left, right in sequence with the gentleman and the lady in front of me. We got to a point where everything narrowed down. We're getting into the boardwalk. Um, If anybody knows the boardwalk is, you know, you can get the back entrance, go into the back entrance of Epcot. It also has a bunch of hotels and some restaurants um, around a big lagoon. So we get to that point. I see my wife um, and she runs out and gives me a kiss. And, um, and then I know I'm in the home stretch. I have about two miles left in the race. Um, but at multiple points in this race, when I, I you know, I finally realized, oh, holy crap, I'm actually going to finish 13.1 miles. Something I never in my life thought I would do in one race. Actually, um, I actually started crying on the course. Um, and then, you know, we got to the point where we entered the back gate of Epcot to do the portion of the course that runs along the World Showcase. And there are these guys that ride the bikes and they tell you, you need to be at this point by X X time or you're going to be pulled from the course. You know, they're there to make sure everybody keeps moving. But at this time, the balloon ladies had passed me and they were starting to get further and further out of my sight. So I was thinking to myself, oh, if I come and I'm two miles from the finish line or a mile and a half from the finish line and they pull me out of off of this race, I am going to feel so defeated and so upset and so disappointed in myself that I not only failed myself, but I failed the person that I was running this race for. And that ultimately was my wife. Um, so I made uh, everything I had in my stomach, in my gut, in the energy that I had left when they said, you have to be past me, you know, I would make sure to run and get to that point. And there was no way I was to being taken off that course with, um, unless I was dead. So I finished the race. My wife was in tears when I saw her. I was in pain. I was sore. I was everything. You know, but I did a good job of staying hydrated. So that was the plus, um, the positive thing from the race is that I made sure I stayed hydrated and I didn't waste any time at the bathrooms because uh, the lines for the porta potties at these races are absolutely ridiculous. Um, so that's my story. I mean, it's not 
anything major. It's not anything um, extravagant or, um, but it was my redemption from a race that I've, and again, it is so powerful, um, the things that you can do when you put your mind to it, whether they are for yourself or whether they are for someone else. Um, in this case, for me, this particular race was for my wife. It was completing a race that she had her heart set on doing. Um, and I'm glad I did it because if I hadn't done it, um, I think I would have regretted it. I would have regretted not attempting it, not trying to uh, complete the race or do the race at all. I, I certainly would have regretted it. Um, will I do it again? I'm supposed to in November, but um, we will see. Uh, training uh, actually gets ready to start here. I think the 18 weeks out is like the beginning of July. We have to start training, and we're both doing it. We're doing the challenge. Uh, we're doing the 10K and the half marathon on back-to-back days um, at Food and Wine this year, um, unless, you know, they cancel it. I mean, unfortunately, with everything that's going on in the world, uh, we were supposed to do races in April uh, down at Disney, and that was canceled. Um, Disney right now is set to open with extremely restrictive uh, regulations and, and procedures that they're going to put in place in July. Uh, we were supposed to go in August, but we've decided we don't want to be in the heat. So the plan right now is November 2020. We'll be down there again for food and wine. Uh, but if that falls through, we are definitely going to be there in February for the Princess Weekend. Um, and I think I'm going to sign up for the challenge. I'm going to do the 10K and the half marathon on back-to-back days because now is the time for me to start actually living the Better by 50 mantra and actually getting up and doing the exercise. And uh, if I have an end goal or uh, not so much an end goal, but if I have a goal to reach, then I will be motivated to do it. Um, so that's where I am in my headspace is that I want to do this challenge, not only for myself, but I want to do it alongside of my wife. I want to be able to complete something with her because this, this is hard to say, but there are a lot of things in life that I know um, that I, or that I have in my life that I know I wouldn't have if I had not met her and not um, married her. So, um, even though I make myself, if it's uncomfortable for me and I I don't want to do certain things and I, and I have my headspace, but, um, I would do anything for her. And I think, you know, doing this together will be great. It'll be a great challenge that we overcame together. Um, and it'll be something we can tell our grandkids about, which (laughs) will be sooner than later. Um, anyway, um, just to go back, I finished the half marathon in three hours and 54 minutes. So again, it wasn't any world-class speed. It wasn't any, um, world record. It was me finishing a race that I never thought I would do for someone that I care a lot about. And 
now on this better by 50 journey, I need to do what's best for me. And that is get in shape, be healthy, be present in my own world with the loved ones who support me. Um, Again, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, This has been episode two of Better by 50. I hope you will join me for many more episodes. Um, The next show is going to be a complete recap of my first week of eating healthy and um, exercising. Um, But until then, again, please just... Be healthy, be safe with everything that's going on in the world. Um, And again, uh, my name is Mike, and this has been Better by 50. I appreciate you tuning in, and I will be on the air again soon.